Hello and welcome back to the Olivia C podcast. In this episode, I'll be going over how I went without using plastic for three whole months. Now, anyone that knows me is probably listening and thinking, here she goes again, her and her rants about no plastic. And you know what? I swear, people hide their plastic bottles and their bags from me just because they don't want to hear me go on and rant about the evil plastic bottle or get the stink eye. But in all honesty, I still do use plastic in some cases. It's really hard to escape it. And we all come across plastic in our everyday lives. But plastic has been a little mistreated in my opinion, a little too convenient. Why does it matter? We are all too familiar with that viral video of the poor sea turtle getting its plastic straw ripped out of his nose and that was enough for me to say hold a plastic straw please when ordering a drink. It's a little more than saying no to just straws, isn't it? So let me take you back to my very first overseas jipe trip, Bali. I loved that trip. I loved all the manta rays I got to swim with, all the friendly sea turtles. I even saw some of my first, like octopuses and sharks. But no one told me about all the plastic. I would be coming up from a dive with these giant manta rays, but I'm pushing trash out of the way or plastic bottles out of the way just to get to the surface. I was shocked. Um, But now I am aware that plastic is an issue. I mean, I'm a little late to the game, but I've always known plastic wasn't necessarily good. I would do my part of recycling anything that would qualify to be recycled. I guess being sheltered by living in Tucson, Arizona for the last 12 years in the middle of the desert, I was hidden a little too well about what all this convenient plastic is doing to our oceans. And I wanted to make the change to my everyday routine. So I came home, I learned some fun facts about like microplastics, those little small plastics that are the plastic debris that are getting into our fish and what we are eating. And with 60 to 90% of marine litter is plastic based. And you know what? I just didn't want to be a part of that factor. And that's a hard fact. So that kind of leads me to this podcast. So this topic today, I decided that I was gonna try and live without plastics for three whole months. So my plan was to still use the products in my house to start off with that were made in plastic. But once I would run out of things in plastic, like my deodorant or toothpaste or whatever, I would have to find an alternative. And it turns out that there either is an alternative that you can buy or stuff that you can make at home. It was a little time consuming and I had to get creative, like for my trash bags. Um, I would bring home cardboard boxes from work and throw my trash in it. I did what I had to do to get by for the three months. It's not saying that's something you should do, but at the end of the challenge, I could say I only had a handful of plastic. So if I can live three months without plastic, I feel like a lot of people can change one thing in their daily lifestyle about plastic. But I'm not going to talk about all the challenges and stuff I did alone. I actually had someone do this challenge with me. So when I decided that I was going to do this challenge, I texted my parents letting them know, you know, the crazy idea I was going to do three months, no plastic. And my mom jumped right in and was like, well, we're going to do it too, me and Mike. And, but they were like, well, I don't want to do it for three months. So they decided to do it for one month. Not really knowing what they're getting themselves into. So I was visiting them in San Diego and they agreed to share their experience and their thoughts about the challenge and about plastic. So enough of me talking, let's hear what they have to say. Hi, I'm, I'm Mike, I'm Bianca's dad. I'm Sean, I'm her mom. And so, Mike, how do you feel about Sean just kind of walking up to you one day saying, hey, we're not using plastic for one month. How did you feel about that? Um, I'm always up for her kind of antics, but um, knowing that there's a lot of things that don't come in non-plastic containers, I knew it was going to be very hard. 
So your initial reaction is like, this is going to be hard. And, uh, and, but did you like, okay, I'm just going to agree to do it. Cause that's what's what you do. I think, I think overall though, it's, it's more than just a not using plastic thing because our lifestyles generally in the United States are is more of a, more of a instant need to have food right now and always in packaging and Uber eats delivers everything. So you're, you're really changing your lifestyle. You're not just eliminating plastic. And can I clarify, we're talking about single use plastic, right? Well, when I did the challenge, I think when you guys did it, you did single use, but I yeah. took it to the extreme where I did everything like, yeah, even like my dishwasher soap, for example, everything in my deodorant, nothing was plastic. My toothbrush, I switched everything out from like bamboo, everything. Okay, so I went so to like the next level to completely take plastic out of my lifestyle. Right. We, we weren't that bold. Um, we are older. <laughs> so we went with the... Try, we, we, we stocked up a month, for a month worth of supplies. That doesn't we count, Mike. Well, we... We found it super challenging just to try to do without single-use plastic for that month. I think it was it was super difficult. Everything is pretty much packaged that way. Well, you're yeah, both saying that it's really it's kind of hard to do or really hard to do. So, what made you think, Sean? I'm just going to join this on this challenge with Bianca and see see where this goes. Like, what made you agree to that? Because I didn't really ask you. You kind of just jumped right in. And volunteered yourself. Oh, yeah. I was like, that sounds like a great idea. This is going to be nearly impossible, but I want to see if it can be done. I like a challenge. It's kind of like a bet. I bet you can't do this. Yeah. And so I figured at a minimum, I would learn to be more aware of how much single-use plastic I was buying as a consumer. How many things I could put back on the shelf and say, you know, I really just don't need that. I want it but it's packaged in a whole bunch of single-use plastic, so I'm just going to put it back and I'll do without it. There were a lot of things that I realized um, we could do without, that we did not need to purchase. They were more like luxury items or there were other ways to purchase these specific items. Yeah, because you can purchase some things in aluminum or uh -huh. you can purchase in glass. You could go find that same <laughs> item that was packaged in a different way or you could go find that item you know, from a local vendor that didn't have all that fancy packaging on it. Or you could be that person at the deli line that said, <laughs> I don't, I want you to use my own packaging, please. And thank you. Yeah, that didn't work for me. I got rejected when I asked, can you wrap my cheese in this beeswax paper? They're like, um, no. Oh, well, like, oh, oh you went okay. About it. You probably went about it wrong when I did that. Um, I told them I was allergic to plastic. Yeah, the lady so was just like, no. <laughs> Oh, well, my person was very nervous and quickly wrapped my cheese in the bee beehive stuff or bee wax thing. <laughs> well, you also do live in California and Arizona is yeah. a little bit more reserved in chain. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are more open-minded in California. I agree. I think it's much easier to try a stunt like this here. So you said that it changed your lifestyle. Is do you have any changes that you think it completely stuck with you? Well, the um, the plastic single-use water bottles we we haven't we haven't used those in well over a year. We bought our glass one-gallon. Um, I don't know. They look jugs. like moonshine jugs. Yeah. <laughs> I take them once a week. I have 10 of them and I take them once a week and fill them at a water filling station. So I have not purchased a single use plastic water bottle in over a year. And that's, uh, you know, it takes a little bit of work and planning so you don't run out of it does. water, but um, it's pretty easy because basically I bought enough containers that it, it will last us about a week. Unless we have company, then I have to go more often. <laughs> Zesty's digging out a pillow right now. He's been Zesty sleeping all day. Quiet. We're doing a podcast. I know. Well, he's been sleeping all day and he decides he wants to rip a pillow open. <laughs> I can't. 
So do you think with the, at least with the plastic bottles, and you said you yeah. bought these plastic jets, do you think you saved any money in the long oh, run? Definitely it's cheaper. So it's anywhere from 30 to 35 cents per gallon to fill your own container with water. And it's purified and filtered mm-hmm. and um, UV filtered. It's very, it's very good drinking water that I found a couple of different stations around the city that we can go to. But well, we had an initial $10 investment in the But the bottles That's cost true. $10 per bottle to buy. So that's $100. I broke one. So we only actually have nine now, but, still, but that's okay. We still spent $100. So we spent $100, <laughs> but... <laughs> It's a, you know, if you go into 7-Eleven and buy a bottle of water, it's about a dollar. Yeah. So I'm thinking over, it's been. It's been over a year. Yeah, it's been like 13 months. Yeah. Um, But if I use these glass bottles, unless I break any more of them, but they potentially can last the rest of my life if I don't break them, right? I honestly think it tastes better out of glass, in my opinion. So do I. It doesn't absorb any of the weird funky flavors and stuff, but it's a little bit of work and planning, but I feel through the course of my lifetime, is that going to pay off? Definitely. Earth-wise and money-wise. I feel very good about it. Every time I load those into my trunk, even though I'm like, this is kind of a pain in the butt to do this, I realize how much plastic I'm not using if I just go once a week and fill them up 30, 35 cents a gallon. And the water tastes better. It does. I didn't go that route the same as you and buy the glass jugs. So I, I didn't have the money to go the glass jug way. But I do have this big plastic um, container that I just ended up refilling. And it's like two gallons. And that cost me 15 cents per gallon. So I ended up saving a ton of money instead of buying all these plastic jugs every week, which costs a dollar a jug at the grocery store. Yep, Exactly. Well, we're in the process of installing a water filter here so that we don't have to even go anyplace now. So but that'd be really cool because that comes in handy with your beer brewing and your whiskey and all that, too. Yep. So did you have any um, challenges with that? Or did you did even go? Is it was it even a part of it when you did it? The whiskey the and the beer? Mm hmm. Well, it's probably, well, yeah, our water, you have to pretty much start out with uh, reverse osmosis water to, to, to do any kind of brewing. So using the well water as it was, because we're on a well, not on city water, we have to get everything, all the contaminants and everything out of the drinking water. So it was kind of two-pronged is, you know, for brewing beer and then for drinking water. It's kind of two, two different setups, but it needed the same filter the same filter setup. So, so initially was, uh, we need to get some drinking water in the house. That's better than going down and getting all the jugs filled. And then kind of side sidebar of that was now we have brewing water here too. That's really awesome. So you got your water figured out. What about the food? Food, food, <laughs> the food, like the grocery store was tricky at first because you walk in, especially like the fruit section, you see all this fruit, but you also see like bananas or something random wrapped in plastic. So that was really frustrating. Did you have or a hard time grocery shopping, would you say? Well, I think, I think if you, you just, it's a convenience thing, instant convenience. I mean, so you buy carrots instead of buying the the peeled and washed and cut carrots. Now you have to buy just a bunch of carrots that has dirt on it. So now you have to take it home. (laughs) Well, that and those peeled carrots last so much longer in plastic. It's probably better for the person selling it to put it in plastic. Don't you think? It's probably a combination of the plastic. Yeah, because if you look at those carrots, they're swimming in some some water in there, and that's keeping them all nice and hydrated. You know. But also produce bags, they sell mesh, reusable produce bags pretty much everywhere now. So Mm -hmm. you can also avoid putting your produce in those plastic bags that hang up on the little rollers. That's a huge waste of plastic, in my opinion. But there's some things at the grocery store you just can't. I mean, even if you bought bulk beans and bulk rice and things like that, and then you, you divided it up at home, 
there's still some things that you just can't not buy in plastic like chicken. Yeah. Because the potential contamination of the rest of your groceries that aren't in plastic is... Well, any meat product is that you're not getting from the meat counter, the butcher, is, is wrapped in plastic. So Right. Um, I would think being a vegetarian would be super easy on this whole deal. That's because pretty they, much they what they buy a lot of fresh ingredients mm-hmm. and for their meals, um, lots of produce, and you can you can take separate bags for your produce and your meat, and you can just throw all your produce into one bag because you take it home and wash it anyway. Who cares? I'm not going to be a vegetarian. Dirty carrots, whatever. <laughs> but I'm I'm married to a carnivore, a full on caveman. So that's, you know, not going to happen here in so my house. So you just have to go to the butcher shop and say, I don't want it wrapped in plastic. And they will do that, except for it's just not really safe with chicken. Right. Yeah, I guess it's up to you, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I think I was pretty much a vegetarian. I ate a lot of rice and vegetables and eggs and for three months. I mean, I think I ate a little bit healthier, but I could have been eating better. And I think yeah. I saved a lot more money in the long run just because I avoided those impulse buys when you're at the grocery store getting a yeah. bag of chips or something that I didn't necessarily need but wanted. <laughs> yeah, the luxury items. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe we, were, right? we were talking earlier that maybe if you bought like big bulk things that only came in a plastic container, mm-hmm. it would be better than buying a lot of little things. Yeah, if it's something you have to have. And you just divide it up yourself into reusable containers. What would that be, though? Like what? Like rice. Rice. Well, they have like sprouts when I wanted to get rice. They have those containers. I buy it and I pour it into my glass jars that I had from tar before I walked in. And I would buy my rice that way if I needed rice. You can always do that without even avoiding the plastic. You could do that. Mm -hmm. But but that's the non-convenient way. Well, that's just saving the earth way, Mike. The convenience (laughs) is what has gotten us so dependent on single-use plastic. (laughs) We want things right now that we can rip open the top and use right away. That's very much the American way. Yes. Isn't it, though? (laughs) It is. And so, yeah, um, and we don't eat many processed food items here. We don't eat a lot of packaged processed things. So, I mean, you could buy, you could buy pasta, no problem. Yeah. You could get, you could get things like macaroni and cheese, you know, for Lydia. My favorite. Canned (laughs) foods. But, but one thing that we use or that I like to have on hand is frozen things like frozen vegetables and things that can be, you know, used at a later date after way well after you've purchased them. Right. So it's really hard to, I mean, there. I have silicone bags now. I could freeze my own vegetables, but now we're taking me back to like the farmer in the Dell and Little House on the Prairie days. You know, who has time to do that? That's the that's the reason why it's so hard. Yeah, I guess it is easier for me it's being a, single. Time investment, and like not having really like children or anything to take care of. And I mean, all I have is zesty and a job that I. So I had plenty of time to make meals ahead of time or figure out a, a list I need at the grocery store or which store I'm going to that can, you know, work with right. me on this no plastic deal. So it is a lot harder for someone with a much busier schedule. We'll agree with that. I mean, it's doable, but it takes a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to kind of almost be a homemaker right now, but if I had been teaching 40, 45 hours a week, at a school, definitely, I would have really struggled to make any kind of um, progress on this whole no plastic thing. But that's just the foodstuffs. Like, and you got the whole, like, shampoo and toothpaste. Yeah, that was a whole nother level. And yeah. hair product. Well, shampoo is actually super easy. You, all you do is go to Lush. They sell those uh, shampoo bars without any plastic on it. And I actually fell in online? love with it. Is that an online? Yeah. No, well, it's not online. There's a store here. Well, and in most countries. 
<laughs> that does not work on everyone's hair, Bianca. No, the shampoo, it, it does. The conditioner, no. Her hair almost fell out. Who? So stiff. Kristen. She used, <laughs> she used Casey's blush, whatever, shampoo bar thing. And uh-huh. she said her hair was like a scarecrow. She came home <laughs> and, and Jeff, the hairdresser, was like, don't you ever put that stuff on your head again. He, oh my gosh! To rehab her hair it was so awful. That's <laughs> weird. Cause I've everyone that I've introduced to it love it. I mean the the conditioner not so much because the since the weather is so dry here it does nothing to my hair. So now I'm back to buying um, conditioner in a plastic bottle because it will not work with my hair. Yeah, so but the bar I never had nice. a problem with it. We have to look nice, Bianca. Oh, I look great. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I don't gotta worry about that. <laughs> My hair looks great. Okay, so, something else that we learned huh? is is that it's very easy to do without your plastic containers for your household cleaners. There are very oh. few household cleaners that you cannot make yourself and put in a glass bottle that squirts. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that also stuck along with the water bottle thing. I guess basically we have only two things that stuck. <laughs> oh no, that's not true. Straws, because we can't use straws in California anymore. So that's a that's a no-brainer. Yeah, most places ban those now. Yeah, which is we really cool. Are very much in the habit of pulling out our own straws here. Mm-hmm. So that's super easy. But also making your own household cleaners is super easy. So what do you mean by household cleaners? Like stuff to clean the counters with, your dish soap, your, what what are you talking about? Yeah, for pretty much just the things that you clean, your mirrors and your windows and your counters and your stove and any basic hard surfaces, your floors. Mm -hmm. You can pretty much use vinegar and water and essential oils either in combination or separately to, to do all of those tasks. And I've also been doing that. For the whole year since last July. And would you like put it in a like glass bottle or a plastic? You can get some glass amber bottles. Unfortunately, the squirting part is plastic, but it's not still used. You're going to use it forever. And you can buy vinegar in glass. And you can can buy vinegar in glass, we learned. And but it has the actually the best household cleaner disinfectant that you can probably use that's safe for children and pets. Oh, yeah. It's all natural. And also the same with the essential oil. So I like that, you know, if you have a little baby crawling around your floor, if you clean your floor with essential oils, you know, they have citric acid and different things that you can use in the cleaners that are completely safe. You can get down and lick your floor and it's totally safe. So, and also think about all those plastic bottles. Like Mike and I were just talking. He pulled out a cleaner, and it's the only basic commercial cleaner left in our cabinet. It's a metal container. It, it is a that's metal cool. container. But that's not the point. The point is that's the only one that still has anything in it besides all my homemade hocus pocus recipes, he calls them. Right. That still get the job done. Let me for, tell you, you've seen my windows. My, yeah. <laughs> my Mike makes a lot of fun, but he is really good about bringing his he reusable is. bag and stuff to the grocery store. I see him. All the time. And you saw our reusable Ziploc bags. That's yeah. the other thing. I'm, I'm just not giving us enough credit. We also very rarely use Ziploc bags. Right, which I think is awesome. Those uh, silicone ones, yeah. Yeah, you introduced me to those, and those are really cool. I still need to go and purchase my own because I don't have my own, but I don't really use Ziploc bags that often to think about it. But you could still even wash those and reuse them. I know. I thought those were super cool. So it's definitely going to be my next purchase is getting those reusable Ziploc bags. Yeah, they're um, they're super durable, too. They, they can go in the dishwasher and the freezer. You can microwave the food in them. You can put them on the stovetop, like steam them in a pot. Damn. Yeah, well, they're silicone. They're almost indestructible. So would you say product though? Yeah, but it's it's forever. Those Ziploc bags will last like forever. Forever. (laughs) They're ours forever, honey. So would you say that's the easiest thing to change out of your lifestyle was the uh, household cleaners or water or 
containers water. what would you say water for sure water. yeah because mm -hmm. i think that was also your biggest change that was also our biggest um consumption of plastic was our because we drink a lot of water yeah I think that has to be mine too, between the water and the shampoo, because I don't really buy the shampoo bottles anymore. Um, that has to be the biggest change for me as well, because I don't use the plastic bottles at all anymore. I don't even go out. If I want to get a coffee, I bring all my own cups and everything like that too. I really in dire need of coffee. And wouldn't you say that the hardest part of this whole thing is just getting in the habit? Getting in the habit. It's like setting a routine. Yeah, once you get in the habit, after you've done it for a couple of weeks, it becomes very natural. Yeah. Well, the first month was the hardest for me because I had to go through so many different uh, experiments of what worked best for my lifestyle and what was the cheapest or even for Zesty. Tell the truth. Yeah. What? <laughs> I said, did your armpits get stinky? Tell the truth. My arms... <laughs> Because I, I, I'm here to tell you, I've tried some of these natural deodorant products, and I'm not a particularly sweaty person, but they don't work. Well, uh, my boss for my film job when I was doing that for a while said I smelled like patchouli, like hippie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there, my friend. I, I Once I ran out of deodorant, I think that was um, one of the harder things to face. Uh, yeah, making yeah. your own deodorant sucks and all the natural stuff sucks and when I would talk to the lush people about it because they have deodorant bars as well I told her you know it doesn't work I feel like after I smell more when using this stuff than I use regular deodorant she goes well it takes about two months for your body to adjust I'm like well who I don't got two months this is Arizona no no one got two months no. Nobody wants to do smell fees no. for two months. No, nobody. So I was like, con like consistently putting on deodorant because I didn't want to be that person. And I don't <laughs> want to sit there and explain to them, I'm sorry I smell because I'm doing a no plastic challenge. They're you just going to look at me like I'm crazy. on your shirt. <laughs> it's like the baby on board sticker. It's <laughs> plastic, yeah. no plastic use <laughs> sticker. No deodorant on please board. Please excuse <laughs> my uh, whatever's going on because I'm not using plastic. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and that, that, yeah. And the fake toothpaste, not a fan. Yeah. I had to use this toothpaste when I oh. ran out. It was like, um, it was kind of chalky. It wasn't liquidy and you would put it on your brush and then add water and it would kind of foam up. I don't know. I did not like that either. And mostly baking soda. It was pretty much basically flavored baking soda mm -hmm. and Ah, oh, that was the worst. My teeth felt clean. I felt clean. I just did not like the taste of it in my mouth. And it just felt weird. I don't know. That's something I did not stick to. I am yeah. back to regular toothpaste and <laughs> regular deodorant. Can't make. Yeah. 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 I can live can't with be going around town all stanky. Nobody wants that. Well, the other aspect of plastic is is uh, like medications and things. And then just the security where we still have to deal with weird people in the world. And yeah. plastic adds a layer of protection about the products that you're buying. Mm -hmm. They're not tampered with that you right. don't give any, any other material. So that's hard to get away from. Well, like you mentioned before, cause we talked about this a lot. Cause I always bring up plastic. Um, plastic is not a bad invention. It, the misuse of plastic is what makes it so bad. Correct. Plastic is actually a great invention. Why don't you tell us why? For those reasons, because it adds, it's, it's inexpensive and it adds security and, uh, it's easy packaging and it's lightweight. And economically. So if you're transporting an entire truck full of things that are packaged in metal versus things that are packaged in plastic, uh, it's much cheaper to transport because it uses less fuel. Same with a lot of the aspects of your automobile that changed yeah. from metal to plastic over the years. It's for fuel saving. So plastics have a great place in our lives. It's just that uh, what you do with it when you're done with it. Well, and then how much do you use it? It's because the convenience of that plastic 
is when you go out, like you said, Uber Eats or whatever, you get your meal wrapped in plastic, you get a plastic fork, and then it's served to you in a plastic bag. Those are three things for one small part of your day that you're simply just going to throw away when you could have just made a meal at home. Not to mention the cost of the Uber guy bringing you your meal. <laughs> the delivery <laughs> charge. <laughs> well, the fuel that he uh, he, he spends and uh, the pollution that goes along with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you could have just taken some of your bulk rice and your <laughs> eggs in a paper container. So delicious. I love egg and rice. It's one of my I favorite meals. Egg and rice. It's good. <laughs> Don't I judge. think if every family picked one thing to improve well, on, I think it would make a huge impact. Just pick one thing that you feel like you can do to help the earth and to help reduce your single-use plastic consumption. It would be amazing. I think that was the whole main reason, too. I'm like, if I can do this for three months – and come out with the end with just a handful of plastic that I ended up using or it was given to me during this challenge. Someone can give up easily one thing in their life that one thing they can simply do without. And it can be a switch where you're buying something that's even still plastic, but that will last long term, like whether it's a water bottle or whatever, they can switch it out instead of using one single use every single day. Yeah. Or we can just eat beans in a can for the rest of our lives <laughs> because it's the apocalypse <laughs> yeah or tuna fish in a can oh yo that's my favorite tuna fish in a can <laughs> um no that's not the point i'm not i'm trying to get across like you don't have to make drastic changes to your lifestyle to where you're eating tuna fish in a can it's just you can make an easy change that will fit your lifestyle like bring your most people go to Starbucks almost every single day. Bring a cup, and they give you a discount for bringing a cup. Yeah, or if you're in your in an office where you're drinking coffee out of the machine, just bring your own cup there. Too. A little mug, have a office mug. I think we should put Mike in charge of um, promoting bring your own cup thing at his work. Like have him tell the people to quit ordering cups. If you want your coffee, bring your dang cup. I, I do that at my No, work. I know, but you should make sure all the staff has to do it too. I all should, the I people. cup shame them? You cup shame You're the boss. Tell them what to do. on you, cup user. <laughs> <laughs> I would do, since I worked at the coffee shop, I, I would tell my coworkers if they brought their own cup, I would make them a free coffee. So people started bringing cups. I mean, you can't really do that everywhere, but I mean, many, I tried at my work. How many people at your work, how many people actually just sit and drink their coffee in the coffee shop versus take it and go? Well, it's difficult at my shop because we're not really a, we are a coffee shop, but since we're out in the resort, people are mostly on the go, business people or people on vacation. They stop in, want to head out and see Tucson. So not a lot of people want to sit and enjoy their breakfast compared to a local coffee shop where you'd go out of your way to drive there and you end up sitting and hanging out for a while. Mm. So it's hard to rate on that scale just because of the location I work at. I don't even know how you sell coffee in that hot town. That's a separate podcast. <laughs> we got a lot of iced coffee at this time of year. We digress. Like almost 110. Yeah, iced coffee galore. But, I mean, it's such a big thing. People think they need to have it in their everyday lives. I mean, I see it every single day. What gets me, though, is uh, since we're on the topic of my job and coffee, we have people come up to me. For today example, this lady came up to me and said, can I get a iced tea with no ice? Okay, cool. And then she asked for another cup full of ice. I know she's just trying to get her money's worth of iced tea in the Trenta ice coffee cup, but she just wasted four pieces of plastic by getting an iced tea in a Trenta ice cup with her lid and then a side cup filled with plastic with another lid. Oh, that just drives me absolutely crazy. (laughs) 
it's really hard not to look at those people and tell them no and give them the stink eye. You Rich, should just tell them no. Rich, they don't do that. Rich people you know? can be tricky. It's not even rich people. I think it's literally everyone. Everyone. I don't know. It's either they don't they're not aware of the economic, you know, what they're contributing to the environment, or they literally don't care. It's hard to tell which side they're on. Well, hopefully they drop that uh, extra plastic cup into the recycled container instead of the trash container. No, they don't. And that's what makes me so mad. (laughs) But, I mean, it is what it is. I do tell them when I'm in my moods to next time tell me and let they can drink their tea and I will put ice in their cups. That way they don't waste it. I literally tell them that way you don't waste another cup. And they look at me like, oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) And I try to say it in the nicest voice I can. When you're in one of your moods? One of my moods. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were the fifth person to do that today. You are getting it. (laughs) You're getting it. Oh, man. But, I mean, I see that every day at work. So it's hard to sit there and promote and how I feel about plastic when everyone... It's just easily doesn't mean Just put up a little picture of how you feel about plastic, like you barfing the barfing emoji. (laughs) The barfing emoji. Well, people mostly rely on big companies saying, oh, we're waiting for them to change and waiting for them to make the biodegradable straws or the sippy cup lids or whatever for Starbucks. But I think as an individual, you need to be the person that makes the impact because once you start using, um, you know, bringing your own cups or whatever, or supporting local companies that are, you know, advertising their eco-friendly stuff, more bigger companies will start, you know, seeing that we need to promote this as well and need to change our ways to get our business back. So I think it's an individual, you need to be a person that make that impact and do your part. Or be willing to pay extra for someone else to do your part yeah you pay somebody else to do your part well i think that comes into where a lot of stores in california at least they charge you for a plastic bag that's the same concept right that was the best thing ever that happened in our state as far as plastic use goes is banning those bags but people still buy them because it's just yeah but then they convenient inexpensive it's an inexpensive bag you know, a lot less people though if you go stand in any store i'll i'll video it for you bianca i'll go to various stores and show you how few people use plastic bags here now i love the ones that forget their bags and then their whole carts and they're like carrying that's me out. that's me you know what? they don't have plastic <laughs> anyway right i'm like oh no i overbought and then now i'm shoveling all this stuff in my arms trying to walk back to my car dropping stuff on the way that's so me sometimes i do it i go in and i have two bags but i have you know three or four bags worth of items on the thing and i'll just say they'll ask me would you like a bag for this nope i'm gonna punish myself and make myself carry that in from the car to my house in 10 different trips because I didn't bring enough bags for planning. But if you just shop with your, <laughs> your, your reusable bags and don't use a cart and you only yes. put in your bag. That's only I would do that sometimes too. You, you won't over purchase. You won't buy those chips. Well, I have a toddler with me when I'm lane. purchasing. That's the problem. It's so hard sometimes though. Well, even when I go shopping at like to the mall and get a shirt. They look at me crazy. Can I put this? They're like, you want a bag? I'm like, no. They're like, you sure? I'm like, yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure I don't want a bag. And then I put it in my like tote bag. They just look at me like I'm crazy. That's because it's Arizona. Yeah. Here, they don't think anything of it if you just put something in your purse. I guess. I mean, I haven't really shopped in California too much. But... <laughs> but... <laughs> did your dog just burp on our podcast? <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> he literally just ate dinner for the last 15 minutes on this podcast and then burped. <laughs> so awesome. <sighs> well, at least everyone knows I have a zesty. A zesty. A zesty. It really fits his personality. <laughs> I can't believe you guys heard that. 
it was kind of loud. It was like he was loud. Time. I was like, maybe I can edit that out. Nope, can't now. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> edit out like 10 minutes. Of right. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty. So, well, um, do you think as an individual you made an impact during this challenge? Overall to the world? If it is, it's very, very minuscule because there's so many other people. And it's not just our country. It's, no, it's other countries. Not. It's, you know, we're, we're only 330 million of 7 billion people on the planet. So you mm-hmm. have to change the minds of larger countries than ours. Well, like as your footprint, I should say, is a better question. Like in your everyday life, do you think you made like a impact in your individual yes. life? I think so. Yeah, and I think if you promote it more, sadly, I think if you promote it more as an economic thing for people, like you're going to save money if you don't do this. Right. I think it'll make a bigger impact than if you don't use this piece of plastic. To save the earth. You're, you're, save yeah. the whales. and Yeah, right. Yeah. People you, just... have to, you have to make it more of a, a money thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why that's... the bigger companies are not changing out yet because it's a money thing. Well, it's yeah. because recyclable plastics are so much more expensive than virgin plastics. Mm-hmm. Are right mm-hmm. So until that changes, there's probably not going to be a lot of change in big industry. Well, there's a couple industries that I was researching, like McDonald's says that they're only going to be using renewable, recyclable, sustainable plastics or even just like cardboard from now on. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take like eight to 10 years to get to that point. But at least that's one of the major companies because they're all across the entire world that are switching out and doing this, which I think is really cool. But I wonder how much of that is because they they know they're doing the right thing or because now they're capturing. Uh, they're capturing. Portion. Yeah. They're capturing millennials. For sure. They're just capturing people that um, – because it's just a different, it's like an advertising thing. It is. But I mean, if we can get more companies to think that way, it would be better in the long run for everyone. Right, because other other restaurant chains will compete with McDonald's right. philosophy and, and practices. And I think that they will follow suit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But as far as our individual footprint, I feel much better about mine in the last year since we did the original our recycle dumpster is still full all the time. Yeah. I mean, we have a recycle dumpster. I think we're pretty gung-ho here. Okay? Brandon has a lot of beer, beer cans and booze bottles, but... Uh, That's okay. The main thing is we recycle more than we throw out. Boom. Well, the only thing I had a problem with that alcohol is I couldn't really buy wine anymore because they either have a plastic thing on it. I had to buy... The one with the metal screw tops. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. No, they were like plastic, though. A lot no, of them are plastic. Ours are metal here. Oh. You're buying the wrong wine. You're buying the wrong wine. I would just have to buy the wine, the wine in a can. That's what I resorted to. <laughs> That's fine. Some of those are not too bad. <laughs> yeah, they were okay. But, but aluminum is a good a good choice though if you're going to use something that's recyclable because it's infinitely recyclable and right. it's cheaper to recycle an aluminum can than it is to produce a new one. Mm-hmm. And I think if people don't know much about recycling, about whether or not it can be recycled, just don't use the product is my thing. Right. Try to switch it out. But yeah. That's why metals are better than plastics. I agree. All right. So I think we all agree that we need to buy less, mm-hmm. consume less, right? That's yeah. a big strategy. And then whatever you do consume, try to consume things that can be reused in a different way, repurposed, obviously, or recycled. God bless you if you know how to recycle properly. That's my takeaway. Exactly. That's pretty much my That's thing, too. That's the best too. way to save the earth right there. And I ended up saving money in the long run, at least what, what fit for my lifestyle. So, I mean, and I still do a lot of the same stuff. minus the toothpaste and deodorant but otherwise i'm good to go so would you say as a percentage of the things that you buy every day what percentage of the things that you had to go and buy in a plastic container 
Not a lot. Like we just, like for example, we just did that challenge. Me, like since it's no plastic July, us, me, you, Sean, and I had my friend Gina uh, join in as well. We did a swear jar challenge where every time we would use a single use plastic, we would have to put a dollar in the jar. And we did it for a week just to see what, you know, percentage or what we would use each day. I think Gina said her final total was $8. I came out to $5. You came out to... $27. Is that you and Sean combined? Yes. And Lydia. And Lydia. She doesn't count. She can't buy things. She puts a baby. things in my cart. She puts things in my cart. She's not a baby. She's two. But see, that's, <laughs> that's going to the grocery store, though. I mean, you can't, like, go to the grocery store I the have day a before you start the week challenge. Right. Say, oh, I know. Last out the week. But I, I only bought tortillas in plastic. Well, I had but I do eat less than you guys. I don't eat all the meat and stuff like you do. And we eat almost all of our meals at home. Yeah. So that's another thing. Um, the more home meal preparation you do, the more food you have to actually buy at the store. Right. And I challenge people to find a lot of their food that doesn't have some kind of plastic, even just like a little hidden plastic tie that's somewhere in there. Yeah. Even like the pasta box has a plastic It has a plastic on. cover. Like when I bought pineapple, it had that little plastic tag on it because they connect a tag to your pineapple to show you how to cut a pineapple. At least yeah. you do here. So yeah. I put a dollar in for every teeny piece of plastic that was hidden inside of things mm-hmm. that I bought too. Exactly. And that was one trip to the grocery store. That was probably four days worth of groceries. And that was about $17 worth of um, swear jar. Oh, and I, I had to buy hops for my beer and that only comes in plastic. <laughs> so it adds up super beer. quick without you even thinking. And that was the whole point, like how much it adds up super quick. Yeah. And I think the grocery store is the biggest thing. For sure. That's the hardest thing. You can't mm-hmm. do without. There are ways around a lot of other things, but your groceries, you know, are, I do get a farm box. So that has plastic in it too, though. It has one piece of plastic. <laughs> it has a plastic we liner, call it but but basically all the produce in it is just thrown in there. <laughs> you know, fresh with dirt on it, like Mike said, dirty carrots. But it, and then it's a plastic in a plastic liner, in a cardboard box. But the cardboard is one hundred percent recyclable. That's another thing that's very good. If it's clean, very clean cardboard, it's very recyclable. Yeah, exactly. Well, can't, I, well, you can't be wax coated and full of grease and stuff. Right. Well, like uh, your meats and stuff. Right. Can't be doing that. Right. Well, I figured out like it, when I was doing the challenge, at least if I would shop at farmers markets, I got a lot of my stuff that I would get at the grocery store uh, without plastic. Because so I just I stuck to doing that. Yeah, I ate some meats. But, I mean, I don't eat that much meat already. The only time I eat a lot of meat is when I'm at your house. Because you you Uh make me meat. Uh I make you? (laughs) You No, you cook me meat is what I'm saying. (laughs) Not that you make me eat the meat. (laughs) You just cook it for me. (laughs) Yeah, we're like the Flintstones sometimes. A lot of times. Well... I think you guys did a great thing, and I think joining in on this challenge was really cool of you guys to do because I originally thought I was going to do it by myself anyways. So I want to thank you for being a part of this challenge with me and also being a part of this podcast and talking about it with me as well. Well, we, uh, we had fun, and I think even though we we had $27, still think we did a better job than Gina. <laughs> She only came up with eight dollars. Because she never went out. She That's stayed true. At home. She just literally stayed well, at home. She She's like, I'm not buying plastic. She just stayed home. She didn't she didn't do her life. So I'm calling her out right now. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm sure you'll be hearing a text after she hears this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I sure. hope so. We're not scared. And I, okay, and I forgot to say, too, the whole point of doing that 
sewage or a challenge was like you collect your money afterwards the week and you would just buy a reusable like item with it that oh, you no, think you can use. Lottery yeah, you guys lottery. are doing lottery tickets, but I'm going to buy <laughs> those little Ziploc thingies that guys were talking about. There you go. Those are called stasher bags. Yes. And that's what I'm going to be purchasing. And you guys can win the lotto and save the world that way. Okay. Yeah, we will. Gonna, yeah, we love we're our gonna, We're going to win with our lottery tickets. We're going to get rich. Yes. So yeah. glad I'm part of this family. <laughs> <laughs> be all of my mostly adventures. Gonna, mostly just going to be a donation to the state, but we're going to buy some lottery tickets anyway. <laughs> and donate to the state. Okay. Whatever works best for you guys. The tickets are paper. They're not plastic. Good thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll let you know how that turns out. What? We'll let you know how it turns out. Oh, yeah. I, I would hope oh, so. Yeah. You just keep it a secret for the rest of your life. <laughs> that you won the lotto. <laughs> you guys aren't working anymore. What happened? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. Anything. I don't have to take my coffee cup to to work anymore. <laughs> oh, it's just not going to work anymore. <laughs> it's not going to work anymore. I'm going to leave my coffee cup at home now. <laughs> home. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, thank you for being a part of the podcast and um, trying to get your friends to start using less plastic. We will. I like at work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone should give up one thing in their lifestyle. And I think it would make a huge change for the future and for our environment. And it'll make me happy. So I think it'll be awesome. We're in. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys later. And I'll see you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. First off, I want to thank Sean and Mike for joining me on this podcast and sharing your thoughts about plastic If you have any other questions I didn't cover in this podcast about my challenges, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. And if you also enjoyed this podcast, you can leave a review in the Apple Podcast app, or if you're listening on my YouTube channel, you can leave a comment on there as well.